Good morning. I'm reading from Corinthians. Now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with Jesus gets a fresh start. It's created new. The old life is gone and new life emerges. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. God put the world square with himself through Jesus, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sin. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. We are Christ's representatives. God uses us to persuade men and women to drop their differences and enter into God's work, making things right between them. We're speaking for Christ himself now. Become friends with God. He's already a friend with you. So now we come to our talk and I want to encourage the boys and girls to find wherever they can something that we need before I tell them the story. And that, of course, is our imagination cream. So if you reach into the recesses of your pocket, you should find a small container looking like that. Make sure you've got the right one, okay? Put this container in your left hand, hold it nice and tight under the lid, put it somewhere safe, and actually then get some of this cream and put it all over your face, okay? Don't forget behind your ears. Okay, jolly good, get the lid, put it on nice and tight. Screw it up tight, make sure it doesn't split in your pocket, and put the container back in your pocket because you have just applied imagination cream and imagination cream helps you to imagine and you need imagination cream for the story that I'm about to tell you right now so today I want to talk about someone very special someone who was one of the most spiky of all the dinosaurs that ever lived on planet earth you see, in the world of the dinosaurs, many thousands of years ago, there was one particular dinosaur, one particular species who had a very striking appearance. Now, of course, many dinosaurs look striking with their giant bodies, huge tails, massive jaws and bright colours. Yet this creature wasn't just striking. Well, it was actually more spiking because if you ever got too close to it, you had a very good chance of getting punctured. Its name was... The Kentrosaurus. And it had a long row of bony plates on its back, but at its highest point became sharp spikes that ran all the way down four to four large spikes on the tip of its tail. The Kentrosaurus was as mean a looking dinosaur with its bony plates and its sharp spikes that most other dinosaurs gave it a very wild birth. And so we come to the sad story about one such creature, and her name was Karen. And she was a spikier Kentrosaurus as you're ever likely to meet. Now Karen was proud of being a Kentrosaurus, or a spiky back, as the other dinosaurs called her. And every morning when she first woke up, she would sharpen her spikes on a rock and make them gleam for the day ahead. I'm a spiky back, I'm proud of it, she would say. There's no other dinosaur that has so many spikes. There's no other dinosaur that has such big spikes. In fact, there's no other dinosaur as beautiful as me. The problem was, although Karen was proud of being a spiky back, she didn't have many friends, as everyone gave Karen 
as wide a berth as possible. So that morning, when she went down to the swamp to take a bath, as soon as the other dinosaurs saw her getting in, they all began to get out. Huh, she said to herself, they're just jealous, but they're not as spiky as me. I'm the most beautiful dinosaur on the planet. And she began to sing the Kentrosaurus song. Spikes are funky, spikes are cool. Spikes make others get out of the pool. Spikes are funky, spikes are cool. Spikes make others get out of the pool. But then, when she went for her breakfast in the forest and began to munch on some fruit, again all the other diners left their trees and wandered away, leaving Karen to munch her breakfast all by herself. Finally, whenever other dinosaurs were talking and Karen came along, the chatting would immediately stop and the other dinosaurs would quickly drift away, leaving Karen all alone. Now Karen told herself she didn't care. She pretended it was just because the others were jealous of her, her fine coat of spikes, but deep down, deep down she was upset. Deep down beneath her hard bony plates and her sharp spikes, Karen was as soft as the next dinosaur. She wanted friends and she wanted to be liked, but she would just never admit it. So one day when she entered the swampy brown waters for a bath and all the other dinosaurs got up and left, Karen, well, Karen began to cry. I don't know why. All the other dinosaurs are so horrible to me, she wept. Whenever I'm around, they just get up and leave. They're just jealous of my spike. But, but, but sometimes I do wish just one of them would stop and at least say hello. Hello, said a little voice. Karen stopped crying and looked around her. But she, but she couldn't see anybody. Hello, said the little voice again. I'm up here above you. Karen looked up and looked straight into the eyes of a brontosaurus, its massive neck carrying its short head a long distance from its body. Who, who are you and why are you talking to me? asked Karen. Why do you leave the pool like the others? My name's Billy, said the huge creature. Billy Brontosaurus, I heard you crying so I came over to find out if I can help. You can't help me, woke Karen. I'm a beautiful spiky bag and all the other dinosaurs are jealous of my spikes. So, so whenever I'm around, they leave. This makes me feel very lonely. because, it's, but, but I don't really care. They're just jealous and stupid. The other dinosaurs aren't jealous of you, Karen, said Billy. They're scared. Scared? shouted Karen. Scared of me, but I would never hurt them. I may be a spiky bag, but I'm not a monster. You don't understand, said the brontosaurus. The other dinosaurs are scared, not because you would willingly hurt them, but because if any of them get too close to you, they will get punches on one of your spikes. You're covered in them, don't you know? Oh, I know what I am, said Karen. I can't have any spikes. I'm made that way. And, and, that's, and that's that. Well, if you, you're lonely and you want friends, you, you only do two things if you want. And what's one of those? asked Karen. Well, the first thing you can try is to find a friend who doesn't mind you being covered in spikes. I think you'll find that very difficult indeed. Scared of my spikes. 
scared of my spike shouted karen we'll, we'll see we'll see if i can't find a dinosaur who isn't afraid of my spikes and with that karen stood up and flicked her tail in disgust and made her way out the swamp to look for a suitable dinosaur friend who would not be afraid of her spikes after a mile or two of wandering through the jungle Karen came across a small dinosaur who looked like just the kind of friend she was looking for. She ordered up to him and said a hello. And when the dinosaur saw Karen and all her spikes, he turned away and began to run. But Karen roared, don't you dare run away from me. Are you a dinosaur or a mouse? I may be a spiky back and, and all, but, but you're an armoured back. I shouldn't be able to hurt you. Little dinosaur Karen was speaking to. In fact, was an Ankylosaurus, a small dinosaur about the size of a rhinoceros, covered in a thick layer of bony, uh, bony armoured plates that protected them from harm. It was so covered in these bony armoured uh, plates that all other dinosaurs called them armoured backs. What do you mean you won't hurt me? replied the armoured back. Ain't you seen your own reflection? You're covered in sharp spikes. If you walked up to me, I'd be punctured and full of holes. No, you wouldn't, said Karen. Why on earth do you think you're, you're covered in armour? It's to protect you from dinosaurs like me. So if your armour and my spikes, we're bound to get along great. Do you think so? Asked the armour back. Of course, said Karen. And with that, Karen wandered up to him. And sure enough, her spikes, although they were very sharp, weren't able to puncture his bony back. They were just deflected by his armour. So a little Ankylosaurus stayed and they had a chat and soon they became great friends they began to see each other every day and spent lots of time together and over the weeks and months andy became the closest person that karen had ever known ever known and karen actually had a great sense of humor and one day she was joking so much that karen uh, but but andy couldn't help himself he he was so full of laughter he just rolled over into his back and he he laughed flopping on his back and rolled around with tears in his eyes karen was really pleased but at last she found a friend who didn't mind her bony spikes when all of a sudden there was an ear shattering scream ow 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 shouted andy in his laughter, he'd forgotten that he was only, only on his armoured on his back, and when now he's on his back, he'd exposed his soft underbelly, that didn't have any armour at all, and was vulnerable to one of Karen's spikes. And indeed, one of Karen's spikes had punctured him. As quick as a flash, Andy flipped himself back onto his front and scuttled away. Andy, don't go! Shouted Karen. I didn't mean to spike you. It's just the way I am. I made that way. That's all. That's just the point," said Andy from behind a rock, nursing his wound. You never mean to hurt anybody, but you always do. That's why no one else talks to you or hangs about with you when you're around, because your precious spikes always hurt anyone if they get too close. You may like them, but no one else does. You're the most prickly person, prickly dinosaur around. No wonder you don't have any friends. Karen stalked off, deeply hurt herself. It wasn't just that some dinosaur had spiked her, but that she was getting on so well with Andy. And if she couldn't speak to an armoured back, just who could she be friends with? She went back to the swamp and sat down and cried. Again, there was a little voice above her. Hello. Hello again, said the little voice. 
Karen looked up at the familiar face of Billy the Brontosaurus. What do you want? said Karen. Why don't you? Why do you talk to me? No one else does. Aren't you afraid of getting hit by my spikes? Well, I would if I was, wasn't for my long neck, admitted the Brontosaurus. But seeing my body so is so far away from me, in fact, I'm not even in the swamp. <laughs> I figured that I'm safe as long as you stay where you are. What shall I do? asked Karen. I, I tried the first thing you suggested and found someone who was covered in armour. But, but I still managed to puncture him. Now, now I'll never get any friends. Well, there is another way, said Billy. And it's not going to be easy. In fact, it's something you can't do by yourself. And you'll need a little help from me, but I'm sure we could do it together. Do what? said Karen. Well, we can cut off all your spikes, said Billy. That way other dinosaurs will be able to get close to you without getting punctured. <laughs> cut off my spikes! roared Karen. You can't do that, it's the way I am. Besides, my spikes are beautiful. It's the only way you're going to get others close to you, said Karen, said Billy. But besides, your spikes aren't beautiful, they're just painful. You keep them to protect yourself, to keep other people away. It's, it's, it's up to you, Karen, you can have a choice. It's your spikes or friends. Karen nodded her head slowly. She knew that as long as she was covered in sharp spikes, she would never have friends. And so reluctantly, she agreed to have a spike cut. She agreed that Billy could help her get rid of her spikes. Billy's head moved away slowly on his massive neck and when he came back he carried a sharp piece of rock called a flint in his mouth. And slowly with great skill Billy began to saw off Karen's spikes. One by one over many days they fell to the forest floor. It took a long time, weeks in fact. And a lot of patience, well after a lot of work. He was finished. But Karen still wasn't happy. Look at me, she cried. I look horrible. All my beautiful spikes are gone. No one wants to be my friend now. I'm too ugly. They just laugh when they see me. But Karen was wrong. The next morning when she woke up and went down to the swamp for a bath, when the other dinosaurs saw her, they said, watch out, it's Karen the Kentrosaurus coming. Quick, before you get spiked. But then one of the dinosaurs said, Wait, look at her. All her spikes are gone. She's had them sawn off. We can stay in the pool and we won't get punctured because Karen no longer has any spikes. Karen no longer has any spikes. And so the other dinosaurs stayed in the swamp. And for the first time, Karen was able to talk freely to the dinosaurs. They even found her to be a nice person with a really great sense of humour. Now that all the spikes were gone. At breakfast too, when she came to the fruit trees, once the other dinosaurs saw that she no longer had any spikes, they stayed near the trees and they talked with her over breakfast. Even Andy, the Ankylosaurus, came over and gave her a hug now that she'd lost her spikes. I've never had so many friends, laughed Karen. A smile beaming all over her face. And all it needed was me, me to be willing to change. You know, just because you're made a certain way doesn't mean you have to stay that way. Sometimes it's better to give up your spikes than give up your friends. And the Karen, the Kentrosaurus, without any spikes, munched happily in the valley 
with her newfound buddies. Boys and girls, uh, I'm guessing some of you have got baby brothers and sisters and you know that when babies are really young, aren't they cute? So fun, so beautiful, they're, they're bundled and when they smile at you, it makes your heart melt, doesn't it? That big smile in that beautiful, beautiful little small body. They're very cute, but what happens when they do something in their nappy? All of a sudden, that beautiful baby cuteness is marred by an incredible smell. And so we take our baby brother and sister and we give it to mum and dad. That baby needs a nappy change. We don't leave the baby sitting in that dirty mess. We change the nappy and give the child a clean nappy to wear. They're changed because the smell makes them unpleasant to be with. And so too there can be things in our lives that can make us unpleasant to be with. Attitudes like Karen Spikes that hurt people if they get too close to us. Habits that puncture others, that cause harm, grief or upset. Yet sometimes we can excuse them by saying, that's just the way I am, take it or leave it. I once had a girlfriend called Jackie. She came from Chislehurst in Kent. And Jackie used to love to smoke cigarettes. And I was stationed in Germany at the time and I used to come back in my brand new car and she used to try and smoke in my car and I'd tell her not, not to. I've always hated the smell of cigarettes and in the car, the smell could give me a headache. But Jackie would always say, that's just the way I am. She used to say, love me, love my smoke. Love me, love my smoke. So I married Fiona. <laughs> the problem for Jackie is that her smoking was not only bad for her, it was bad for me. And that's true of many of the bad areas in our lives not just bad for us they're bad for others too but they're bad for us and we need to change sometimes the things we are the things we do the attitudes we have can make us smell like a bad nappy and we need to change your changing can be hard it can even be impossible and Karen could never get rid of her spikes by herself she needed the help of Billy the Brontosaurus and to change in our lives we too need the help of the Lord Jesus. You need to ask him to help us be different, not to make that terrible smell made in a baby's nappy, but to be people who are beautiful in what we do and what we say. God wants to change us, not for the worst, not to make us boring. Christians aren't, shouldn't be boring people. Christians, in fact, should be exciting people because we know the living God and we've got his power, his spirit coursing in our veins. In fact, earlier on, Kate read to us that reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, where it says, anyone united to Jesus gets a fresh start. It's created new. The old life is gone. The new life emerges. And then Paul says, we are Christ's representatives. We are Christ's representatives. We represent Jesus in the world. And so we need to be different. We need to reflect his light, his beauty in the world. And those sharp spikes in our personalities, our anger, our cattiness, our lying, our bad tempers, our grumpiness, our disobedience, those bad spikes that can hurt other people, we need to ask Jesus to change in our lives, 
to make us beautiful people in an ugly world. So don't make excuses about the areas of your life. Simply don't say to God, well, I'm made this way, this is who I am. That's not, that's not true. In Jesus, we get a fresh start. Paul says we are a new creation. We are something new. We're not the same as we were before. We are something new. God is making us into something new, something better, something beautiful. So don't put up with the bad habits and the bad attitudes and the bad thoughts that you may have in your life. Open your lives to God. Allow him by his Holy Spirit to cut away, to soar away at those bad parts of our personality. And to change us into something beautiful. Ask God to soar off your rough edges, your sore points, and to make you into something that reflects Jesus and his beauty in the world in which we live. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, you know that we've all got faults, areas in our lives that are like sharp points that puncture others, that hurt them and cause others distress. Lord Jesus, change us help us to realize that you are powerful lord jesus that by your spirit you can make a difference it doesn't happen today or tomorrow it doesn't happen quickly often it can be a slow process but lord we ask you to begin that process with you that you may make each one of us into a new creation something beautiful that represents you in this world something that shines your light your love and your beauty lord jesus change us by your spirit to glorify your name.